Hello and welcome to the first ever podcast from the Community Health Global Network. I'm Jake Lloyd and I'm always fascinated and energised by people from all over the world who are doing exciting things in the places they live to make their community a healthier place to be. And from now on, each month, I'm going to invite one of these people to join me so that we can explore what they're doing and why they're doing it. Uh, now, some of these guests will be from within the Community Health Global Network and some will be from outside of our network. But whoever it is, I guarantee they will be full of stories and ideas and wisdom about building community. And by sharing these things with us, we hope to help you, our listeners, to better understand what community is, why it's important, and how all of us can help strengthen community in the places we live. Now, the Community Health Global Network is made up of what we call clusters. These are groups of local people in communities in parts of Africa and in Asia. Um, each cluster comes together voluntarily because they, they really care about their community uh, and they want to bring about change that is sustainable and is community-led. Uh, one of these clusters is in Kericho County. This is a fertile area in Kenya's highlands. It's famous for its tea leaves um, and it sits just west of the Rift Valley. So the Kericho cluster is comprised of a range of people, um, including local artists and videographers, um, as well as youth workers and also healthcare workers. Um, and Caricho is a place affected by a number of social issues, things like drug and substance abuse, there's poor environmental health, um, and there's also lack of opportunity for people with disabilities. Um, and these are issues that the cluster comes together in order to work to address. Uh, one of the key figures in this cluster is Robbins. Um, his role is what we call the cluster mobilizer, um, and that means he facilitates, uh, encourages, and leads the cluster, really, in the work that they do. Um, and I'm really pleased to say that Robbins is my first ever interviewee for this podcast. Um, now, I recorded a short interview with Robbins a little while ago, um, but before I play you some highlights of this interview, uh, just to warn you, if you do hear the occasional interruption, uh, this is why. I'm talking to you from my house, and I'm together with my family. We actually, my wife is preparing our dinner. I'm together with my boy. He, he, has, he has actually taken one of my earphones, so I'm <laughs> okay. He also wants to listen to what I'm doing. <laughs> So Robbins, along with his son, uh, started by describing some of the key social issues in Caricho County that the cluster are working to address. There are a lot of orphans and vulnerable children in Caricho, and we, we also have street children. And all, all these children, some of them come from uh, Caricho, some of them come from uh, other towns, but uh, they come and uh, live within the streets of Caricho. Also, there are a lot of young people that are unemployed, and because of unemployment, you find there are cases when they get in, indulged into drugs and substance abuse and different uh, sorts of uh, uncouth un, un behavior. Some other issues could also include, uh, I, I just mentioned something about uh, orphans and vulnerable children. There are quite a number of them. And a number of them are orphans as a result of uh, HIV and AIDS. You find some of them running to the streets. Some of them are left with the... With, with the grandparents who 
are not very financially stable, so they live in quite some wanting uh, conditions. Also, there are, there's a, a drug addiction. Also, a lot of young people that were not able, were maybe frustrated with life and are indulging into drugs and substance abuse, uh, especially alcoholism and 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 uh, use of hard uh, drugs as a way to to rebel from maybe what some of the family, other extended family members would like them to do. Some also do that because they are trying, that makes them forget about their problems. And just to give you an idea, he also talks about um, environmental health and also the prospects in uh, in life of people with disabilities. Uh, and obviously these are these are complex social issues uh, and there are, there are plenty of people and organisations in the region already working to address them. Uh, but Robbins told me that often these organisations aren't really aware of each other, and so they're often going about what they do on their own and with little support. Um, and so he gave me one small example of how the cluster are responding to this. From uh, 2015, we've worked very closely with uh, one institution and and one uh, group of people living with disability. The 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 group living of people living with disability is called. Uh, Michingiluet and uh, at Michingiluet, uh, all of them have different types of uh, disabilities. But uh, they've realized that they are able to do something if they come together, and also if uh, they don't really sit waiting for somebody to come in to help them address their issues. So they've managed to start up some uh, businesses. So we were able to link them to entrepreneurship uh, training that was offered by uh, by an organization called uh, DOT. DOT is Digital Opportunity Trust. And uh, out of this now, they, they've been able to get uh, entrepreneurial skills. They've been able to start uh, a tree nursery business. And also telling their stories, we, we were able to link them to two other organizations that uh, was were interested in supporting them in pursuing whatever they are, they are working on. And also, they were also able to get uh, somebody who was interested in supporting the group by getting a, a sewing machine so that they could be able to, to sew uh, sweaters and, and to, to earn a living from, from that. And so the cluster has learned that they can see real social impact simply by connecting local organisations together. Um, and increasingly, Robbins told me that this has become a focus of the cluster's work. If uh, a number of organisations are in the same locality and they are working towards a common goal, and yet uh, they are not pulling their resources to be able to address these key issues, then uh, they, they might not really be achieving a lot. But now uh, if, if we are able to link them up and, and we map the organizations and, and know like what does this organization mm. do that the other does not do, and, and, and uh, what are some of the areas of need that could be addressed, and uh, this will make things much, much easier because once we, we, we come in as a, as a network, that, uh, as, a, as a sort of a web, that anybody who needs that kind of support will get in touch with us and then we link them to organizations or people who address or who should be dealing with the mm. uh, issues that, at hand, then uh, this one will be a great milestone uh, made by us and also made by the Kericho County in, in general. So in doing all this, Robbins really is a, a community leader. Um, and at, at the Community Health Global Network, we often think that really everyone is a leader in one way or another, but not many of us think of ourselves in this way. 
And that's why at the moment we're gathering together thoughts and wisdom on leadership from throughout our network. Um, and we're going to be sharing it in a, a leadership training course that we'll be making available um, in the coming months. So I finished my chat with Robbins by asking him a bit about what he's learnt uh, being a leader in the cluster. Being a leader has has a number of uh, positive uh, advantages and also a number of disadvantages. Uh, a lot of times, uh, a leader, when 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 something hits the wall, like when when now there's no option, then you you have to come up with the possibility of addressing uh, the issue at hand. And uh, uh, I can compare a leader to a doormat. A doormat at the door, like uh, all the waste. Are, are deposited like all, all the dirt from people's shoes mm. are, are are cleaned on the doormat. Mm. So like within the lead, within the within the cluster also as a leader you expect everything and anything. Mm. Uh, there are some that will have uh, different opinions with you or with the rest of the group members. But uh, if you you are a leader you need to be very strong, be able to withstand that, and uh, you don't take it personal, but help them understand that this is the. The situation. How how do you stay strong then? How I stay strong uh, is one is there is a, a a team that we work very closely. Like now we have the core team of the cluster, and now this core team sometimes if if uh, I'm faced with the tough situations, then we sit together. You know, like these are people that have the cluster at heart, and no matter what comes, no matter what the situation, they'll always stand by by your side. So these are the people that we sit together. And, and, and try to address issues that could be there. But also something that keeps me strong is the passion that I have. That's touching somebody's life. The moment somebody is, is uh, disappointed because something did not try, uh, work right or something did, did not work to their expectation, but uh, the, the, the other person is also appreciating, or one or two people are appreciating the efforts we are making, then uh, if I evaluate and see uh, out of 20, one is unhappy, uh, three are saying, are, are congratulating me, even though I've not done much. Uh, it gives me the strength to continue moving. That is one thing that makes me strong, and uh, I, I don't take uh, issues personally. What would you advise? What would be your kind of main tips or advice for somebody who is um, thinking of becoming involved in a, a leadership role within their community? It is good to understand what a leader is. Like who really is a leader, and 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 uh, if if we get to understand that uh, leaders are both born and made, then uh, uh, at at various uh, capacities we we are all leaders in one way or another. Then uh, uh, that one, the moment somebody understands this, then we are able to we 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 are already a few steps uh, ahead. And uh, if we are only able to understand that all of us could be leaders in different areas, then uh, that one alone gives us a positive attitude towards uh, addressing any issue that we, we might be uh, facing along the along the lane. And uh, also, as a leader, be ready to take, uh, to, to be faced with challenges. And the moment we are faced with challenges, the challenges make us even much stronger. And, uh, and, and out of that now, we are able to address any, any, anything that might face us. But uh, being a leader, uh, is, is, it is never a smooth ride. It's very bumpy, and, and uh, the bumps that we have in it help us become 
stronger than we were before we, we, we get to the bank. And so there we go. Thank you for making it to the end of our first ever podcast. Uh, next month, I'll be speaking with someone from the English market town of Froome in Somerset about a really interesting project uh, that's known as a library of things. So uh, subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for that. Bye for now. Bye.